Thank you for clicking play. Isn't this exciting? Everyone's doing reboots, so we figured we'd throw our hats in the ring too. This is episode one of Pop Cannon. Don't forget the K. This episode is all about Marvel's most recent release, Avengers Infinity War. Jordan, Andrew, Brian, and I sat down to give our recap and review of the film, as well as our reactions to everything that happens, and it's a lot. That said, it is an episode rife with spoilers. We really hope you do enjoy it. Episode 1 of Pop Cannon, Avengers Infinity War. Welcome everyone to episode one of Pop Cannon. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm also a host that is named Robert. I am yet another host named Andrew. And I'm a guest. I'm Brian. <laughs> He's just being bashful. That's Brian, bashful Brian. That's what, anyway, we, that's what we call him. And that's no. what you should call him too. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Not at all. Stop that now. <laughs> So, we're here today, and we're going to get into Avengers Infinity War. Jesus Christ. There's a lot to digest here. There's a lot to talk about. Yes, my son. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Oh, yeah. If you didn't see this movie, stop listening to this now. (laughs) And go see it. And go see it. Why why are you listening to this if you haven't seen it, though? So Then come back and listen. Please. Please. Tell your friends. <laughs> so Marvel right. finally did it, man. Yes. Yes, they did. They finally did it. They brought every aspect of their cinematic universe together for one gigantic movie. And it was glorious. Even going into it, I, you know, the, the bar was set so high. And I remember because I saw it after all you guys. And Rob, you were like, oh, you know, take that hype and double it. I'm like, yeah. all right, that's pretty lofty even for, you know, MCU and Infinity War, and my God, you were right, man. Yeah, man. Holy crap. Someone had said to me, everything that you expect to happen doesn't happen, but in the best possible way. And that couldn't be more true, because going into this, I kind of had an idea of how I thought the movie would play out, and yeah. boy, was I wrong. Well, it's it's the MCU's uh, Empire Strikes Back. Accurate. Yeah. The bad guy won. Yeah. Was he was he the bad guy? I don't know. I, I agree with him. It's so hard to it's so hard I, to separate. He was, was a bad guy. He was clearly was, the bad guy. Was Killmonger a bad guy? No, he was right too. <laughs> was Red Skull a bad guy? Yes, oh, he's yeah, a Nazi. Yes, he, yes, he, he was, was a Nazi. Okay. Yes. Yes, we're okay. <laughs> Setting the base. Just making sure we have a threshold. <laughs> so Nazi is the threshold? <laughs> Anything lower than that, though, you're good in my eyes. (laughs) Thanos, having acquired the Power Stone from the planet Xandar, Thanos and his lieutenants, Ebony Maw, Cole Obsidian, Proxima Midnight, and Corvus Glaive intercept the spaceship carrying the survivors of Asgard, and then they extract the Space Stone from the Tesseract. Technically, those are his children. The, the the children of Thanos, the Black Order is. Oh yeah, yeah. M- much like much like Gamera and Nebula are his daughters. They're they're also his children. Yeah. Like okay. We're... So Thanos overpowers Hulk. What an opening! Yeah. We got Hulk and... versus Thanos. 
right out of the gate. I just yeah. I like that uh, the little callback and Loki was just like, well, we have a Hulk. And then he just bursts out and just starts seemingly wiping the floor with Thanos until uh, the tables turn pretty quickly in favor of, of the Mad Titan. Thanos was kind of a legit boxer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had like combination pieces he was throwing at the Hulk. <laughs> he he was pulling smoking sh- Joe Frazier over here. <laughs> straight out straight out MMA on the Hulk. He was throwing in kicks and knees and punches to the goddamn collarbone. Like that 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 punch to the, the first punch was to Hulk's neck. That's what sent Hulk oh, back. Yeah. And then oh my god, it was brutal, dude. Brutal. But great. He he kicked his ass so much. The Hulk went away for the entirety of the film. Yeah, and and he would not come back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, I no. think Mark, Mark Ruffalo even said he has the mental capacity of like a five-year-old or something to that effect, and he was just throwing a tantrum from getting his shit ruined. That, that seems about right. I mean, when you watch Ragnarok, when you see the Hulk, he, he like he has little mannerisms like a toddler. It's it's yeah. But no, I, I think that's that's accurate. So Heimdall sends Hulk to Earth using the Bifrost before being murdered by Thanos. And that's number one. Mm-hmm. Boy, number one of a long list. And I'm pretty I, sure well, Idris Elba was the happiest person to have that character die. <laughs> yeah. um, t- technically, all the, all the other Asgardians were number one, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> number yeah. one that we actually legitimately care about. Hey! Plus, I had just watched Thor Ragnarok the night before. So oh, good. It was just a complete. It was just immediately after that. It's like, oh well, Asgard is wherever our people are. And like, oh <laughs> Jesus! So Wait, Asgard was... is in hell. Yeah. Half of them. So Asgard is basically just Thor now, and we don't know what happened to Valkyrie. No, we don't. It was really weird. Her absence was very obvious. Yeah. So, so my read to that is that when we, when we get to the ship. You see, the ship is being attacked by the sanctuary too. Mm. It, it's it's already broken into several pieces. Yeah, and so and so Thor said outright later on that you know he killed half of the Asgardians on board. So we're only seeing the half where he killed them because there's also Korg and Meek and you know Valkyrie and then the rest of the half of them. Although technically now there are only a quarter of them left, but yeah. So Ebony Ma wraps Thor up, and Loki comes to his aid. Oh, Loki. Loki tries jabbing a knife into the throat of the Mad Titan, and boy, does it backfire. Hmm. Well, he pledged his life. <laughs> and yeah. uh... I thought it was really cool how the way that he addressed himself, saying, Odin's son, yeah. prince of Asgard, I yeah. thought that was cool. He right. really embraced Rightful his, King. his yeah. yeah, Rightful King of Jotunheim. I thought that was cool. As soon as he said that, I was like, I, as soon as he said that, I knew they were going to kill him. I'm like, I can't believe they're killing off Loki in the cold open. But I was really happy that they killed Loki immediately. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know how, I don't know if I could sit through another film where right before we get to the climax, Loki turns on somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm glad that they had Thanos break his neck in front of Thor. Yeah, and that, right. I think that's that's how that had to happen, and that's why they did it. They they, they couldn't they, they had to set the stakes right off the bat. Yeah. And Loki Loki had run his course throughout the entirety of the MCU. Like yeah. they, 
just, you know, Rob, just like you said, they weren't going to have him have Thanos be duped by him for the entire yeah. movie. And then, oh, he shanked me. Oh, Loki, you, you <laughs> trickster. Oh. You, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I knew as soon as the, the different trailers and so forth, like, you know, you, you see Loki like moving throughout a court, like a bunch of bodies. So as soon as I put that together, uh, I was like, oh, okay. So this is where Loki dies. Like yeah. there's just, there was just no way he was getting out of there. So, um, one of my coworkers, uh, she loves Loki and was like, like she was immediately like evident. She told me she was like immediately bawling right off the bat. And I'm like, I, I, I can understand liking or maybe not liking him, but like finding him entertaining, but I can't like him cause he is a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's murdered people. Um, you know, and I'm like, okay, well he's gone now. I mean, he I mean, was he's... the main villain of the first Avengers. Yeah, he's funny. He's very, he's <laughs> yeah. a very interesting character. That they've done a lot with. Absolutely, he's one of the most complex villains that they've had, and he's one yeah. of the best one of the best villains they've had. But I'm okay with him gone. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Shockingly violent death too. Yeah, like just very yeah. violent and graphic. Yeah, it's great. Thanos. Yeah. Thanos departs with his lieutenants and obliterates the ship. Yep. Sending Thor out into space, not really knowing exactly what happens to him initially yeah out into space <laughs> the 70s <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh one thing one before we move on from this scene one thing i just want to say is i really hope there's a deleted scene of thanos attacking xandar i know it, it doesn't serve any purpose other than just a geeky thing of me wanting to see that but i want to see that well i think yeah. it'll be interesting if they if if we get that in the future at some point so we could have you know Nova. Like, like Nova, yeah, Richard Ryder show up. Yeah, that would have to. I would have to assume that that's this is where, because so if Thanos goes to Xandar and kills everyone, you have to assume that that includes Glenn Close, who was Nova Prime. Yeah, therefore someone would have to take that mantle and perhaps be a Nova Core like leader, or be Nova outright. Or, that's a, yeah. exactly. So that's what yeah. I'm. That's exactly what I'm hoping for. Is that 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 Thanos doing that directly leads to Nova being a character in the MCU. Yeah. Well, we got a couple of more movies before the next Avengers. So maybe he'll make an appearance or that, know. or he'll be in the, uh, the Captain Marvel film. That'd be interesting. Definitely. But with Captain Marvel taking place in the nineties, it's like 93, I think. Good year. Great year. So Hulk crash lands at the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York. And he's Bruce Banner now. And not Silver Surfer. Yeah, nope. and that's a di- I was going to say that's a direct callback to Infinity Gauntlet when Silver Surfer is the one who crashes through the Sanctum Santorum's uh, ceiling. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, it's been a long time since I read Infinity War, but I'm trying to remember the differences, and, or at least the callbacks to it. Yeah. But it's pretty much verbatim how it happens in the comic, except it's uh, Bruce Banner. It's a, the comic is Infinity Gauntlet. Or, excuse me, Infinity Gauntlet, sorry. And so Strange goes to recruit Tony Stark, who's talking about having a child with Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. Name, named Morgan. Little reference to uh, his evil cousin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I don't think they're going to do anything with it. It was just kind of like a, ah. Yeah, we know, we know comics are a thing, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually do them right in movies. I, I just, I thought it was so great that so early in the movie we have Doctor Strange and, and Tony Stark interacting. 
Like, oh I, yeah, I, I've been looking forward to this since I first saw, like, since, since they first announced this movie. I was just like, I cannot wait to see Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Peter Quill. I can't wait to see all these huge personalities interacting, and it was, it was completely what I wanted it to be. Uh, yeah, their, their and, interaction, so great. And and Doctor Strange is like satisfactorily cutting. Of Tony Stark, yeah. he's like, in "Why a, are you leaning on the the cauldron of the cosmos?" Just smacks him away, <laughs> calls him a douchebag. Like, oh, it's so just, great! He's he was like immediately like, "I'm not impressed with this guy." I protect your reality, like, douchebag. Yeah, he's the so sorcerer great. supreme. Yeah, dude, love he's it. One of the most powerful beings oh, so in the MCU. So back to yes, so the the attack on New York, the second or third or however many it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the incident part four. So, so Ma and Obsidian arrive. Uh, Ma winds up capturing Doctor Strange, but fails to take the Time Stone due to the enchantment that he has. Yep, simple but effective. On the eye of Agamotto, which I thought was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, simple but effective. I really, I really enjoyed Ebony Ma as a character. You mean Squidward? Yes, (laughs) I thought he his his powers were very interesting. And also the whoever did the voice for him did a phenomenal job making it like super creepy, but also he was so courteous. I just I just loved it. I didn't think like going into it, I was all in for uh, Corvus Glaive because I really liked that character from the comic books. But leaving the the theater guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And leaving the theater, Maul was like definitely my favorite of the four of them. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, he—I think he—he he had the most personality out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You are not dying. This is mercy. Like, mm. like <laughs> fantastic. And we see the and... first use of uh, the Spidey sense. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how happy is uh, is the actor who played Ned to be able to? Have one oh, yeah. line, one line in the biggest movie uh, potentially of all time. <laughs> We're gonna die. <laughs> and Stanley's the bus driver. Yes. You ever, what is he like? You ever seen a spaceship you know before? You, you act like you never seen a spaceship before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good. Once they get up on the spaceship, we see the debuting Iron Spider suit. Oh <laughs> man! And it was cool because it wasn't just basically red and gold like Iron Man's. It was actually blue. Yeah. Well, we saw it We saw it a little bit at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Yep. Yeah. But to see the legs finally come out was cool. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Their functionality was, so cool. was awesome. Yes. Yeah. But they almost operated outside of Peter's brain. Like, they knew yeah. things to do to help him. Yeah. But right. it wasn't as if he was operating them like, I need this to happen now. I, mm-hmm. He said it that the, the suit is massively intuitive. So yeah, um, and it's the same. It was the same nanotech that Tony's new bleeding edge costume had. Yeah. I, I, so he's he's basically Blue Beetle. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned the whole scare beetle going into his spine. It was weird. <laughs> Deleted scene on the blue ray. <laughs> We're doing deep cuts here on Pop Can. <laughs> Uh, so just one thing about about Spider-Man real quick is, I, I mean, I know it's it's obvious, but as a geek, I love it that Marvel is sticking to his power levels, that he's just so strong that, yeah. you know, Cull, Cull's about to use his hammer on 
I don't know if it was Tony or uh, it was definitely Tony. Tony right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony, and and all of a sudden the hammer just stops, and you're like, oh, 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 oh it's got to be. And then yeah, there he is, like, hey, who's this guy? Uh, He's like, hey, Mister Stark. <laughs> <laughs> so That's one great. thing I really like. That yeah, you're right because they didn't. They went into it in the other Spider-Man movies, but not to the extent that, like, Spider-Man could pick up a car and throw it. He's from outer space, and he's trying to steal a necklace from a wizard. <laughs> there you go. That's all the, that's all the background he needs. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm 15, all right. <laughs> he's like, and there goes the wizard. Follow the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right after that. It's uh, That's when they go off following... Um, Ebony Maw, right? Because he captured Doctor Strange, and that's kind of how that scene ends with Peter yep. and, and Tony going up in the ship. Yeah. We cut back to Bruce, who picks up the flip phone. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. yeah. There's a call that's got to be made. So so then we jump over to Scotland. Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive ambush Wanda Maximoff, which is Scarlet Witch, and Vision. Oh, we're using the made-up names. Okay. <laughs> but yeah i thought that was great that we saw them kind of like as a regular trying to be a regular couple um I, I they've been teasing the romance for you know a couple movies now and i thought that was really great that we got a payoff for that and there was something that i texted uh brian about and i just want to point out here hats off to paul bettany who who took a bit part as a voiceover role in the first iron man movie <laughs> And leverage that into not only being on screen as one of the heroes, but doesn't have to sit through the face paint to make out with Elizabeth Olsen. He just has to get a he just has to get a yellow gem on his forehead. That's it. That's like, perfect. Like what? Like in what world has voice acting ever done better for someone? <laughs> and then and then uh, throughout that fight, it was it was great because. She's so powerful, which is hinted at here, but later on we get a full reckoning of how strong she actually is. I don't yeah. think people realize how powerful no. Scarlet Witch actually no. is. And you and by the end of this film you do. Yeah. Um but then she gets um the the introduction of Captain America in this sequence. The yeah. greatest the greatest uh intro throughout the whole movie. That was my favorite. Oh, ooh, everyone in my theater oh. applauded yeah. Yeah. when we saw the silhouette yeah. of Captain America. People started America. clapping when they saw Cap. Oh my god, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, me too. Just... That was my favorite introduction the whole movie. Silent, so... but just such a presence. Yeah, because I mean, as soon as, you see, as soon as you saw the silhouette, you knew who it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Black Widow's like, "We don't want to kill you, but we will." And then yeah. Proxima Midnight's just like, "You'll never have the chance again." And beam me up, Scotty, and she's gone. Wrong. <laughs> she was wrong. <laughs> a bit of foreshadowing. Yes. But uh, how different would the movie have been had they killed him there? <laughs> uh, very we, different. Because yeah. uh, uh, later on, sure, he would have had more than enough time to just fix vision and be done with it. But like, we're getting know. ahead of ourselves. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of ifs and wither twos and wherefores that could have happened, but um, yeah. You know, after the whole thing, they go to where they meet up with Rhodey. And they're like, all right, well, we got to get this shit right out of his forehead because Thanos is on his way. Yeah. yeah. It's like the opposite of Christmas for them. <laughs> they know that Thanos is on his way. <laughs> are you and making then... your voice deeper? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are not going to take that pod, sir, today. <laughs> Can you stop <laughs> touching his arms, please? So great. Are you, are you massaging his muscles? So from there, 
basically, the team splits up, and Thor goes with Rocket and Groot to try and make a new weapon. Meanwhile, the rest <laughs> of the team goes to stop Thanos from getting the Reality Stone, which is in the possession of the Collector on Nowhere. Yes. So it was fun to get back to there, see, yeah. the, see the Collector again, or so we thought. Yeah. That... Well, because before, right before that happens is uh, Gamora and Star-Lord talking and it's like, look, I have this knowledge oh, and man. you have to promise me that you will kill me if it comes down to it. And he's just like, all right, fine. And then Drax is, <laughs> that well, whole thing with Drax is pretty funny too. Actually. That, the whole thing with Drax was hilarious, but that was the yeah. first moment where I was like, I started to get emotional was that yeah. when, when she goes... Swear on your mother, and I don't know why. I don't really like my mother, but um, <laughs> that 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 carries weight. I don't know why. It's from. It's got to be from the first movie, and that that was a really like the from the first Guardians. That was such a heavy, you know, thing. You know, when when he uh, when he's holding the power stone and he sees his mother, and like I don't know, that just. That well, got even me. carried over into the second film. Yes, it where did. he's like, "You of killed course. my mom." Yes, of you course, know, definitely. But yeah, so yeah. that 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 was a really emotionally charged moment, and then we get the the release with with Drax saying that he's learned to become completely invisible now. How long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour. <laughs> we got to see the the reality gem actually being used, not to just destroy reality, but actually to alter reality, which was awesome. Yeah, once they get to nowhere, and Thanos is seemingly working over the collector for the gem. Yeah. That that whole scene was so heavy. Then he did what he did to to Drax. Yeah, turn him oh, into a goddamn and, bunch of and Mantis. Blocks. And Mantis. That also happened in the comic, but he did that to his brother Neb- Star Fox. Nebula and Star Fox. Yep. Nebula got what Mantis got. Yeah. And, and Star then... Fox got what Drax got. Yeah. But it's such like my my hand went over my mouth involuntarily oh, yeah. because yeah. I thought they were dead at that yeah. point. That, oh, so, dude, yeah. the entire theater, as soon as Drax turned into bricks, everyone in the theater gasped, and it was yeah. silent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Mantis, and there was more gas. It was dead silent. It was it was an immediate, because, you know, you had right before that, you thought, not you thought, but Gamera thought she had killed Thanos. And then yeah. he reveals himself, because Peter says, oh, that was quick. And then yeah. that happens, <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, part of you still loved me, or something like that. <sighs> And Thanos does like bubbles, evidently. That, I'm pretty sure, is a reference to Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Oh. Or one of those games where Thanos, for some reason, he has bubbles in his attacks. But I'm yeah, because he, sure. he uses them twice, which yes. is a... That's more than enough. But, I mean, Star-Lord, he was making good on his word, and he was going to oh. kill the woman he, he loved He did, he right pulled there. the trigger. I think that was such a huge moment that he, that he made good on a word that he gave. I told you to go and right! Then, I tell you, I told you to go, and then Thanos just like, I like you. I like you. Yeah, out. yeah. And then also in the background, yep. in the yep, uh, yep, yep, collector's yep. Uh, tube. <laughs> oh yeah, there was uh, a Tobias Funke. <laughs> Never knew. Yeah, which he, in the he blue blew man. himself. Yep, yeah. it's amazing. In the credits, they even thanked Fox for uh, allowing them to use allowing that. to use the oh, character, really? the character from Arrested <laughs> Development. Yep, it was so it's great. Amazing. It's right behind Gamora when they. First, start walking through. Yeah, you look over her right shoulder, and he's there. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I didn't notice it the first time. The second time I did, though. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's not David Cross, but it's no. definitely a guy with glasses and a mustache, and he's painted <laughs> and a, blue, and, and he's, he's wearing cut-off jeans. <laughs> I was just looking for Howard the Duck the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think that the Collector was going to get him back. He was he was in Guardians 2 at Contraxia, so I didn't think yeah. that was going to happen. But, uh, but yeah, no, I was definitely looking as well just to see what else was there. I couldn't really see anything. So much potential for Easter eggs in that in that yeah. spot. Yeah, definitely. But it's, it's also destroyed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so fast forward a little bit, and we see Thanos has Nebula in mm. captivity. Mm. And that relationship for me, the Gamora and Nebula relationship, is way more effective than the Peter Quill and Gamora relationship for me. So seeing Gamora see Nebula being tortured and hurt and strung up, that made that work for me. See, I and it, disagree. It's the reverse for me, but I got it in this movie. I don't... The, the connection between Gamora and Nebula does nothing for me. Oh, wow. It, it just it hasn't stuck with me through the first Guardians film, through the second Guardians film. And then this one, obviously, it tugs in your heartstrings a lot harder. Yeah. And I got the drama of it, but um, it's not something that I'm like, oh, man, she was so sad when she saw her sister. It doesn't draw me at all. It, w- oh. it was my favorite relationship out of Guardians 2. Same. Same here. So yeah. seeing this here, that instantly worked for me. So it sucked. Because now Gamora is alive and Thanos has power over her. And so she gives up the fact that the next stone is on Vormir. Yep. We, we got, um, even b- right before that, we, we see Thanos and Gamora, just their interaction was really great to see. Because yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't get that in the first Guardians. We got, you know, Gamora was first ro- working for Ronan, not outright for Thanos. And so we haven't seen them interact. And it was, you know, I, can I just say, and I'm sure you all want to chime in on this, but God damn it, Josh Brolin as Thanos was fucking amazing. He, he, was, was, he was so good. And the the CG employed to bring Thanos to life is some Unbelievably of the good. Oh, yeah. Like, whether it, whether it like was... There's a straight up, like he was real. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The, 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 the scene where, and I know we'll get to it, but the, the scene that it really sold me was when... He, they're on Titan, and he's fighting the Avengers and the Guardians. And you see Mantis is on top of his head, and he in pain and everything. You see into his mouth, and he's like, yeah. I, that just he looked like a real creature. It was crazy. Anyway, yeah. so um, his gums, his gums connecting to his teeth in that scene <laughs> were good. Great gums. <laughs> Thanos. What got me was when he was on Gamora's home planet, and he's yeah, walking yeah. around, and you see his arm, and like, oh yeah the the definition and then the way he's moving his fingers mm-hmm. it all just looks so real yeah it was some of the best cgi i think i've ever seen yeah ever ever money which well I mean, spent 400 yeah. million dollar budget which is already tripled in progress <laughs> yeah. also that yeah. torture scene with gamora holy shit how yeah, that, that was, was intense because that was also kind of a callback yes to the comic where he keeps her like in a state of oh nebula living yep. death yeah yep where she's just constantly decomposing while still alive vormir is a planet in the comic books 
that has like uh, these serpentine dragon like characters living there. So they just they use the name of a planet that exists in the comic books for it. Cool. Yeah, which they didn't really do a whole lot within in the comics, if I if I mm-hmm. remember. But it is. But it does dragons. exist. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, we got the keeper of the soul. Stone, oh God, oh, Red God. Skull. You I was know like, when was that? That's not Infinity. That it, they kind of looked like Lady I, Death with the, you know. I think it was meant to be a callback to that. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was going to be Eternity. God damn! Isn't Eternity was an Ant Man, right? Or so people say. Uh no, I think I think it was Guardians Two because Peter outright says Eternity when, oh, yeah. and you kind of see in his eyes that he is seeing Eternity. Well, mm-hmm. I just thought it was when Ant Man was shrinking smaller and smaller. People say like you could see Eternity come back oh, for a second. You know that's possible because he does go through a bunch of different like quantum phases, realms, realms. But yeah, no, and uh, and then and then we get the the next major. Uh, <laughs> oh my Thanos god! Thanos kills Gamora with tears in his eyes because he actually loved her. He has to make a sacrifice to obtain the Soul Stone. Giving one soul that he loves for another. You know, it was really interesting with that scene that once Red Skull tells Thanos what he has to do and Gamora starts laughing, I thought that she realized at that point when she starts laughing. Yeah, right. me too. And, and, then you, and then you know that she did not realize and you're like, oh, they're going to draw this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. he's just like, no, little one. Mm, sorry, little one. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Tugging on those heartstrings. Yeah, just the way they do it, it's he just grabs her arm and tosses her right off. You know, it's not like a huge. There's not a a big spectacle with it, almost. So just, right. And he and just does it. In, it's the like it's the most pragmatic way to kill your daughter. <laughs> yeah. So after that emotionally devastating moment, uh, that's when we we cut back to oh Nebula escapes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And gets and is on her way to Titan. Yeah, and she and she that's when she calls the guardians to get to Titan. And the oh, other yeah. the other group is going to Titan as well. We get mm-hmm. yeah. Stark After, and Peter Parker. And Ebony Maw was killed trying to torture the stone away from Doctor Strange and he was remember that really old movie Aliens? <laughs> yep. I laughed so hard. Yeah, so okay. Peter Peter's extensive knowledge of old films continues to help him out in situations. <laughs> That's so great. That might have been my favorite scene in the whole movie. Was yeah. that part? Do you want to do, do really do that real quick? Do you want wow. to go through what everybody's favorite sequence is? <sighs> wow. I, the whole fight with Thanos on Titan was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a bunch of callbacks too, where you know, like Spider Man hits him yep. in the eyes with his webbing. And of course the magic. <laughs> magic with a punch. Magic with a kick. <laughs> <laughs> So is that uh, Andrew? Is that your favorite sequence? The, the the fight with Thanos on Titan. I guess if I if I had to name one, I would say that. But there was the emotional moments hit me so much harder than the action. Yeah, you know. So it, I don't know. I'd have, I guess that. Jordan. Jordan, what's your what was your favorite sequence? See, I've got two because the fight sequence with Ma, I think, was my favorite. Mm. But then the dramatic scene at towards the end with Stark and, and Peter, basically. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Every time. <laughs> but we'll we'll get dive into that further. Robert, what's yours? Oh, my favorite sequence is when Thor 
brings Stormbreaker to Wakanda. Oh, and yeah. just obliterates everything. And after, I wanted more of it. I wanted yeah. it to ha- last much longer than it did. I wanted to see him fight them for a very extended period of time. But what we got of it was amazing because the the skyline in Wakanda was it was a beautiful day in Wakanda yeah, yeah. that day. And uh Thor lands on the ground, kills a bunch of those weird space dog things. The outright and then jumps up in the and then jumps up into the sky and it is completely black. <laughs> so he is a set like his god of thunder ascension. He's hit full apex at that moment. And it's just he was a total badass. It was amazing. Brian, how about you? Um, so I have to break this answer down. So my favorite fight was Doctor Strange versus Thanos. Um, that that whole oh. that whole sequence that whole sequence on Titan was great. But specifically when it's Strange just completely unleashing the Sorcerer Supreme on Thanos, even though it didn't didn't work, it still was amazing to behold. And oh, what were those? The, the lashes, the, the, the crimson bands of Sidorak. That's it. Oh yeah. my god, that was so cool. Uh, and then when he, you know, grows all the limbs and then makes all the different separate entities of himself, and oh, that, that's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just the, the, that whole fight was great. Um, but my favorite, my favorite introduction, even though I loved when Steve showed up in Scotland, was again, Rob, what you said with Thor. When Thor shows up. That's oh yeah. As Thor, God of Thunder, full on, he's here to handle business. That was the one of the uh, that was the best introduction and one of the biggest moments of the movie. All the showings I saw, everyone lost their shit every time. Yeah, yeah. so great. Mm. And this, was I mean, after... our our showing, there was a, I think there was a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. people there was, there was people clapped. Oh my God, this is my friend Tree, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "I am Groot." <laughs> And Steve Rogers goes, I am Steve Rogers. But it's the way he does it with his hand on his chest. Like the introduction, I am Steve Rogers. Like, did you guys, did you guys notice that uh, where Cap's armor was torn underneath it, you could see the scale armor from his original costume in the comics? Really? Yeah. If you, if you look at his, uh, wherever his suit is torn, you can see the original scale under it. Yeah. Like the scale armor. Wow! Yeah. No shit. Yeah, That's dude. Awesome. Just a, I just yeah, it's just a cool little thing I noticed. I love that they have Groot playing an arcade game. Like, it was Defender. It was yeah, I know it's Defender, but like every yeah. teenager refusing to put it down, and then yeah. makes the the weapon that almost kills Thanos. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that entire that entire final battle sequence was incredible. Yeah. And I think it's worth pointing out that I think Shiri could have backed up vision well it looks like when she's typing in things when they're trying to get the stone out of vision she like snatches something at the very last second like yeah she, like, it, it looked like she probably backed him up it's so possible would... i mean because i noticed i noticed like towards the end of it she's going much faster yeah and then right as the shit hits the fan in that room she dives out you know what i mean yeah i, I the, that whole that the whole battle of wakanda everything dude, everything about that was so good seeing war machine just go completely yeah. Uh, yeah he goes america all over everybody's ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh it was just see, seeing the new hulkbuster was oh, great yeah, um, there was no more hulk but there was a hulkbuster that was cool yeah. that was a really cool way to utilize Hulk in that. Yeah, because in the promo images, it shows the Hulk. 
there's like toy stuff that has been made that I don't know if it's ever going to get released, but um, they they went a different direction. That Hulk actually did burst out of the Hulkbuster at once. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a pop mm-hmm. figure. I, I I like what they did because it's going to make the payoff in Avengers Four even better when he comes back. Yeah. Scarlet Witch is on one hand destroying an an Infinity Stone in in Vision's head because he asked her to do it and she finally relinquished the fact that she has to do it. And on the other hand, she is blasting at Thanos and it is holding him back to the point where he can't get there and he has five Infinity Stones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she is so overpowered. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's she's always been like that, you know? It's just, is... It was unbelievable to actually see them go that far yeah. Yeah. with her. Like, that was the exciting part to me was that they went there. All for nothing. Well, because, yeah, because he because just turns the time to, stone. Because you know he, what? He, his favorite song, uh, Share, if I could turn back time. <laughs> and then you should have gone for the head. Oh, uh, son and of a then bitch. All and you then, hear, the snap of the fingers. The snapping. So not only did he start the movie off by snapping Loki's neck, mm. we end the movie with him snapping his fingers. And wiping out half of the universe. Half of the universe. Of the universe. Yeah. Now, and then the f- first person, well, because Thor's just like, what did you do? Yep. What did you do? And then he just disappears into a portal. Yep. So we, we see Bucky. Fall. Steve. Steve. And then uh, he Black had just gotten Bucky back. We see Black Panther go. Yeah. The most shocking death for me, actually, Black Panther. We I see Groot. Yeah. Groot yep. goes. Uh, we see Scarlet Witch go. We see Sam Wilson go. Mantis. A bunch of, a bunch of Wakandans. Yes. A bunch of Wakandans. Drax. Peter Quill. Doctor Strange. And uh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker, Ugh. who has the spider sense to know it's coming. Oh, and the regeneration to stop it slowly. Oh, I don't want to go. Because then he starts saying, I'm sorry. The last thing he says to Tony is, I'm sorry. After earlier in the film, accusing Tony of, uh, you're the reason I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) So that's playing at Stark's heartstrings. Oh, definitely. If he he wasn't full of regret in Civil War. Oh, yeah. the, the way Robert Downey Jr. played that off as Peter Parker just disintegrated, it wasn't like a no. Yeah. The way he played it off was perfect. He just like looked at his hands and just kind of like. So evidently, Tom Holland improv. Yeah. That. That's None beautiful. of that was. That was beautiful. Really? Yeah. Uh, like every like the Russo brothers state of the hour, like everything you saw him say, like he improv all that. He's going for it. That's yeah. rough. And yeah, then, rough. then we see Thanos relax. He said did, that he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah. Did and you then I rest. Earlier in the movie, when Thor and Rocket are talking, and Thor basically says, "Like, well, what have I got to lose?" And Rocket's like, "Well, I have a lot to lose." <laughs> well, it's I like, pretty oh, much lose well. everything. And in the end, Rocket is the only guardian left. Yep. The only people, the only heroes that survived, I should say, not people, because I'm sure half the universe survived, and that's fine. Are Captain America, Black Widow, uh, Bruce Banner, Thor, 
Iron Man, Rocket Raccoon, James Rhodes, Nebula, Okoye, and Mbaku. And, we, and perhaps Shuri. Shuri might yeah, we don't, we don't know for sure. And I can't wait to watch Ant-Man and Wasp and have it end with one of them looking at their hands and them start to disappear. It has to end that way. It, it has, has to. to. Because then we have the original Avengers. We have Thor, Iron Man, Cap, Hulk, Ant-Man, Wasp. Yeah. I, I want to, before we, we, we go, I just want to say one thing. Doctor <laughs> Strange, he saw 14,506,000 or however many outcomes. Five, and he, 605, yeah. I think it was. It That's was a round it. number at the end. And he said... We we win one, and just before he dies, he looks up at Iron Man and says, "Tony, yeah, there was absolutely. no other way. It was the only way." Yeah, yeah. and then and I had, he, I've said it. this I've said this to you guys individually, um, but I think his doing that what like him giving up the time stone is him going. If we don't give this to him, we all die. But if we right. give this to him, and he does what he wants to do. There's a good chance at least half of us survive, and those half can fight on. But if we don't give it up, we all die. Because he'll kill all of us to get to it. And then he still wins. Everybody lost their fucking mind at the post credit scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nick Fury yeah. and Maria yeah. Hill are driving down the street in some American city. We don't know where. And they're going... Mm-hmm. We see helicopters falling from the sky. A car slams out in front of them because nobody's in the driver's seat. And suddenly Maria Hill fades away. And, and uh, Nick Fury starts freaking out. And suddenly he gets something out of his bag and he hits a button. And he's like, motherfucker. And he's gone. And, and Samuel sending. L. Jackson almost got to say motherfucker in a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we see a... So great. displays the star insignia of one Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Beta Ray Bill, that's right. Coming to save the day. <laughs> oh shit! We have Stormbreaker. Uh, we can bring out Beta Ray Bill now. It can happen. It's true. On a quick, on a quick side note, um, this is going to affect Agents of Shield. Evidently, they're they're the last couple episodes. Evidently, have been mentioning the events like. Uh, last week's episode was they talked about something happening in New York. Then they're saying, oh, there's a battle happening in Wakanda. And so the end of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're probably going to lose half their cast. So that's something that it does. Yeah, I wonder if anything happens to the Netflix series. Well, see you later, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, what? Who who was Danny Rand? Who? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. That'd be a great way to get rid of him forever. And then bring in someone good. (laughs) Well, with that being said... (laughs) Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. Robert, what's the Twitter handle? It's at PopCannonPod with a K. Let's, let's talk more about this. Uh, that being said, I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. I'm Brian. Let's talk long form. Good night, folks. Let's, uh, let's engage on the internet. Oh, I'm not feeling so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> It hurts. Mother So that was our first episode. We're back. Did you miss us? Did you guys agree with our takes on Infinity War? Which character death hurt you the most? We want to hear from you. You can reach us on all of these social medias. On Twitter at 
popcanonpod. Facebook.com slash popcanonpod. YouTube search popcanonpodcast. Also on Anchor FM slash popcanonpod. Don't forget that K. And soon to be wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search Pop Cannon Podcast. We can be followed individually if you're up for the task. I, Robert, can be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Jordan can be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Shepard, with no vowels other than the A. Andrew can be followed on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red and Instagram at Skeleton underscore City underscore Comics. Brian cannot be followed. We were chasing after him down the streets of New York City when suddenly a portal encircled in flames opened up and he passed through it and disappeared. I suppose the Sanctum Santorum needed protecting. Stay tuned for more new episodes. Make sure to follow, like, tweet, and subscribe so you can never escape us. Want more? God help you. Jordan and I also run a WWE podcast called Royally Rumbled that can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter too. Until next time, thank you.